Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of Thriving Thoughts. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry. You are in for another treat of an interview today with two ride or dies, Andrea Anderson and Carrie Thomas. They are both part of this amazing community called Productive Environment. It sounds super fancy, right? But what I love about this episode is you're going to learn about Andrea and Carrie and how their unlikely friendship happened because Carrie listened to her gut, listened to her heart, and she went to an event that for all intents and purposes, she had decided not to attend. And there began this amazing business partnership, business mentorship, and intimate friendship between Carrie and Andrea. In this episode, they share a lot about their friendship, but then they also share the parallels about what they do, helping people to conquer the chaos and make their environments productive. So you're going to want to tune in to the end because Carrie and Andrea offer you some critical, easy life hacks that you are not going to want to miss as you proceed in making both your friendships and your environment more productive. And in keeping with the title of today's episode to let you know, one thing that Andrea shared is basically, in my words, not hers, be careful what you keep and be careful who you keep. Enter my drawing for a free, personally signed, autographed copy of my book, Breakup Breakthroughs. Simply share your favorite takeaway from today's episode on your Instagram story, tag me at dr.sherryspeaks and use the hashtag thriving thoughts with Dr. Sherry. Please enjoy my conversation with Andrea Anderson and Carrie Thomas. I know nothing about the two of you, Andrea and Carrie, your relationship. Carrie and I, we met, I don't know, a year or so ago. Um, Andrea, this is our first time meeting. So I'm going to just leave it up to you two. Uh, first of all, welcome, but here's the welcome. I'm just going to like throw you to the fire. Go ahead and tell us how the two of you met and why, what's the nature of your relationship? Okay. Okay, Carrie, you want to go? I'll go and then I'll say how we met and then you can talk more about the nature. How's that work? Okay, that sounds good. Okay, all right. See, teamwork already. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) So it was 2014, I believe. I'm pretty good at dates. People know that about me. And I had had my business. It was actually under another name. It wasn't Conquer the Chaos. It had been home organizing. It was called an organized home. And I'd had it for about seven years. And I was at a crossroads and trying to figure out, did I want to go back to teaching? Yeah. Did I want to really like take this business to the next level? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. So I went to a conference. It was not an organizing conference. It was a business conference. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even want to go. I almost forfeited my ticket. I just was, I was not in the right mindset. Why did you go? Um, Ultimately, what was the deciding factor? I, well, I just felt very drawn, first Mm. of all, which obviously now I know why, Yeah, but I didn't want to waste the money. Okay. Like I bought a ticket and didn't want to waste money. So I got there too early. You know, that uncomfortable feeling of like, oh, great. There's not enough booths to look at or coffee to drink. Or, <laughs> now, now I have to talk to people. I'm telling you, I was, no, not in the right, no, I was not in the right mindset. And so I heard someone say something about organizing. And so I was drawn in. Turns out it was Andrea. And she was standing next to Barbara Hemphill, who started the Productive Environment Institute. And um, so as soon as she turned around, I knew who she was because I had been a fan for many years. And so she introduced herself, Barbara introduced herself. And I said, oh my gosh, nice to meet you. And so Andrea eventually walked away, actually. Barbara Mm -hmm. stood there and did what amounted to, not walked away in a bad way, but (laughs) Barbara stood there and did what amounted to like a laser coaching session that I can only imagine what people would pay her to do Mm -hmm. in this like you know, just standing outside of the conference, they were so welcoming. They invited me to sit with people they knew. I spent the whole, I think it was three days Mm -hmm. with them, getting to know them better. We went to lunch together. And so by the end of the conference, I knew that I was joining their program and not the program, you know, being put forth by the organizer of the conference, even though she and I are still close. But um, so that's, that's how we met. I just, I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah. And 
And, you know, that's a note, I think, too. Um, you'll probably second this, Andrea, but I know that I'm not I'm not going to take the time to share my stories, but I know the people watching and listening also have stories of times that they thought they didn't want to do something, mm-hmm. but something good can come from it. And I would add, if you're in that place right now and you're thinking about not doing the thing, do the thing and do expect thing. something good. Exactly. So. Andrea, so yeah. what, what what is up? Are you guys friends? Are you networkers? What are you? All, All of the above. above. <laughs> All of the above. So picking up where Carrie left off, I remember when we met Carrie that, you know, we clicked. I mean, we clicked immediately. And then we spent the whole rest of the conference together. But mm-hmm. I remember, Carrie, you were telling us, like, all the reasons you shouldn't have been there. Like you said, I mean, there was Mm. some major things going on with your kids and it was a lot of time constraints. It could have been so easy for her to have not come Mm -hmm. because I mean, they were major things going on. My son was a senior. There were things every day at school. It was senior night for baseball. It was a lot. It was a lot. And so I was like, why are you here? And she was like, I don't know. I just felt like I was supposed to be here. (laughs) And, And it truly was, the event was life-changing for all of us. It was very impactful and, it you know, was. it meant a lot to all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a turning point like with us meeting Carrie. And I mean, it's just, it literally was life-changing, I think, for mm-hmm. for all of us in, in the Productive Environment Institute community. Because Carrie, she, you know, immediately was like, yes, I'm supposed to be part of your team. And, you know, we joined up and, or she joined up with us and became one of our certified productive environment specialists. Okay. And shortly after that, like she went through our, we have a, a specialist training and mentorship program where you become certified. Uh, and shortly after that, because of the, the woman who was leading the event that we were attending, she was a business coach is, and is amazing. She was coaching us, Barbara and I on developing a new program, which was our master's program. We'd only okay. had two other people in the master's program. So Carrie was, I think our third. I believe she said, I want to, I want to do that. I want to go all, I'm all in. And so um, she joined our master's program and has literally just, I mean, that was what, seven years ago now, 2014. So six years ago, I think when the master started. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, and she just became a leader in, in our, in our team and, you know, people are other organizers and other specialists look up to her. And so, yeah, it's just been great. I mean, like I said, as far as the mentorship, it comes when you plug in. I mean, as you know, with any any program mm-hmm. you're a part of, when you connect mm-hmm. and you plug in, and, and Carrie certainly did that and has stayed plugged in, and here we are. Yeah, so- but to answer the all of the above part, so yeah. I, I initially met them and I joined their training program and I invested in it. I invested in mm-hmm. myself and I joined. I went through the training. I became certified. But somewhere along the way, we became really good friends yeah. <laughs> and have maintained that. So it's really... It's really fun. And she's visited. Barbara and I have a condo in Carolina Beach that we use Mm -hmm. for business. We call it our Productive Environment Center. Mm -hmm. And um, Carrie has come down. She's come several times for business, you know, for events that we've had. And she's also come several times as a friend and personal level. And so, you know, it truly is is very blended, which is really, really So I love that. So we're going to talk. We're going to talk all of the above. Um, but let, let's start off with, I, this is like your moment to gush over each other and to show people that this is the healthy thing to do. And, um, and then we'll, we'll get a, get a moment to dish too. not, you know, talk smack, but you know, to d- dish out the, the good stuff that, uh, people, good friends are honest with one another about. So what do you admire about one another? Um, I'll go first. Okay. I admire that Andrea is always learning. Mm. She is, well, she's accessible. I mean, all of us, you know, I, I think every person that's certified, every person that's part of the program would say that, you know, if you have a problem, even if she can't help you in that moment, she's going to respond in that moment and say, you know, I can't help you right now, but, and yeah. so she's very accessible, very um, caring in that way. She is, gosh, let's see. Her dog just ran by. So I'm going to say she has has the biggest heart for people and animals. And I admire that. Um, 
Yeah, she's just a very good leader. Mm. She's a mm-hmm. very good leader. She leads like it. I can always tell when she flips that switch. Like, okay, <laughs> I'm in leader mode, <laughs> but but it's never that different from her true personality. I it's can authentic. Tell because, yes, yeah. it's authentic. Mm-hmm. I can tell because I know her well and I can tell when she's like, all right, I'm going to be serious here and focus. But yeah. it's also authentic. It's never mm-hmm. far from her true mm-hmm. personality. Mm. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I love the gushing part. That's fun. <laughs> it is fun. We're, we need to do this more often in our relationship. We do. I agree. We do. Yeah. How about you, Andrea? So, I mean, all of the above for Carrie, I mean, just the, again, she has, um, she's, she's very, I love her energy. She's, I mean, mm-hmm. and I mean that in multiple ways. I mean, just energy as a, just a vibrant person mm-hmm. and, you know, a love for life and, and just, she's always going somewhere. She's always, you know, she's got something going on and she's, she's, go, she's always again, growing, like you said about me, like always learning, always growing. Um, Carrie is, um, I don't want to say fearless, but maybe brave because, you know, we all have fear, but doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I really admire that, um, about Carrie. Uh, and so the same thing, I think the, the willingness to be a friend too, Mm -hmm. like we are Mm -hmm. in a, in a mentor, you know, mentee Mm -hmm. relationship, but also to be able to be friends. And, and to know which hat to wear when, like, okay, I'm your, I'm your friend and your mentor, or I'm, I'm your mentor now, but okay, we're going into friend mode and I'm going to be real with you, about, <laughs> you know, certain things. So it's, it's really great to have that relationship because I know her business. I know mm-hmm. her goals for her business. Mm-hmm. And so that helps me, I think, to be a friend, to mm-hmm. give advice that maybe somebody that doesn't know, you know, that much about somebody maybe would hold back on. So. Do, you, do you ever grapple with, because there are multiple roles in your relationship, you know, there's this business piece, obviously, and then there's this personal piece that accompanies the business piece, but also is sep- separate from, as if, if I'm understanding correctly, with the visits to the center, right? Yeah. Um, so do you ever grapple with when to be which person to each other? I've never felt unsure or uncomfortable. No. And and it's so interesting because I can get a text from Carrie and it's just, it literally the context of the text will, I'll know which role to be in. Like I'll get a text like, Hey, I'm getting ready to have a call and I've got, I'm, I'm pitching this particular program. What should I, you know, what do you think I should chart? You know, and I can quickly, I don't even, we don't even have to talk. I can quickly give her a couple of sentences and a number and say, try that. And yeah. then go do it and come back and be like, oh, I did it. They didn't blink. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> so that's business. And then a different text would be something really personal. And I'm like, and then I go into girlfriend mode. Like, okay, here's what. Yeah. You know. And so, no, it's, I don't find it difficult at all. I don't find, I don't, I've never felt like, ooh, I need to watch my boundaries with Carrie. Okay, good. That does apply. I mean, I, my background is in family counseling and I did have to watch my boundaries. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't get personal with my, with my clients in that way. And so sometimes you do have to be really careful with that, but I've never felt that with Carrie. Mm -hmm. Now. Okay. So that's good. And, And that leads me into the truth that sometimes I think we don't understand as women that we're not supposed to have that seamless connection with everyone. Like, Right. There are certain people that you're supposed to meet your hat. You're going to have that seamless connection with them for a reason. Like you went to the conference for a reason, but not every woman that you like, admire, respect becomes that. That's true. Right. So could you guys talk a little bit about that? Like, how do you recognize the difference? Because, you know, I, again, this podcast is to help people understand that there's a, there's a whole world up here between our ears that we don't talk about a lot. And, and that is a lie that people believe that you're just supposed to be able to have these connections with everybody. Mm. So how have you guys navigated that? And how did you notice what was different? In other words, let the listener and the viewer and me into how do you as a, as a woman know the difference And how do you decide to proceed once you know the difference? I think, I mean, I know you said there's a whole world up here, but I think it's something more that you feel Hmm. in your your 
heart yeah. or even if it's not your heart, it's just your, your knowing, your inner knowing. Yeah. I think it's just a, a connection that maybe you can't, you know, write out on paper pros mm-hmm. and cons. It just happens. Mm-hmm. It just happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes, and I think life ebbs and flows and there's that old saying, I don't even know, but you know, some people are here for a season or reason or a lifetime. Yeah. Seasons and reasons. And so I think you also have to be okay with being really close to someone for a short time and knowing yes. that, that that's okay. That's what it yeah. was meant to mean. And then some people are longer term, not that I'm letting Andrea go. That's such a good point. It, it really is. That, that there are people that, you know, and you have different levels, different layers of friendships through the years, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. school, elementary school, junior school, high school, all, college. And, and, you know, you have some that have been there throughout the entire time and then some yeah. can go. And so, yeah, it is, it is, it's so interesting though, that you say that about um, just the short times that there are people that are in your life that are mm-hmm. really, really close to you, that you're really, yes. really close and you can't imagine not being that close. And, mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason, they're gone or you're gone or, mm-hmm. you know, that happens. And I think it is, it, it needs to be okay that it, yes. it, it is okay. That, yes. Thank yeah. you for sharing that truth with our audience today. So this type of relationship, you guys are geographically separated, correct? <laughs> correct. Where, where are you? No. <laughs> no, we're laughing because I might be moving to where she is. That's oh, why we're laughing. Okay. I, I don't want to feel like we have an inside joke. but that... <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. How, I, I can't say it because that's not my story to tell. No, but. I am currently in Virginia and okay. I just moved, which is why my background is actually my friend's basement. I am here okay. temporarily. Um, basement, I know it is a fun Yeah, basement. all the jerseys. <laughs> yeah. I know it is fun. Um, and I am looking at moving. I had something that fell through, but anyway, I am looking at moving and there's a very good chance that I'll end up where Andrea is. Like a block away from me, literally a block away. (laughs) Really? Yes. Oh my goodness. I'm going to, okay. So what we're going to have to do after that happens is we're going to have to come back on here and talk about, hmm, how have things shifted now that you're close? (laughs) Good idea. Well, so I bring that up for this, for this reason. I was just talking with, um, one of, uh, I have a younger, she's very young, she's 19, coaching client. And she was talking about the shifts in her relationships with her friends and how she felt like she was always the one who was reaching out. And she didn't want to stop reaching out because she didn't want to be the reason that she no longer had those relationships. Mm. And it, and that is, I, I think that's a, a fear that many of us have to address most of us throughout at some point in our lives. And we work through that as individuals. But the truth is that a relationship is um, equal investment from both parties, right? Not a tip for tat checklist, but equal investment and intentionality on behalf of both people in the relationship. And so, especially when you are geographically separated, Mm -hmm. And I guess we could argue that for the whole, you know, pandemic, people have been geographically separated, right? So you have to be intentional to have a relationship that's powerful and have that connection to maintain that connection. It's one thing, like you mentioned, Carrie, that feeling to have that connection. It's another thing to grow it, to maintain it. So can you guys talk a little bit about what that looks like for the two of you in terms of being intentional? Hmm. That's a good question. It is a good question. I'm I sitting, think, yeah, go, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't, I, I'm going to, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I am not very good at that. I'm in, okay. in my relationships. I'm not very good at being the one to, to reach out and nurture mm-hmm. and make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with Carrie and I, it's not an effort. It's just, it just happens like with, Hey, I got a question or, Hey, what are you thinking? Or, Hey, you know, so I don't know, but I, that is something that is on my, um, you know, things we always trying to work on with ourselves. You know, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, that is definitely something that I want to work on <coughs> myself, not with Carrie, but with other relationships, I am the one that I like, I'll let them come to me and, you know, they'll, and if they don't, they don't. And then, but, but then you always still have those relationships. And I think Carrie and I would be like that if we weren't in business together and didn't see each other or talk to each other this way, I think we would still be the type that you could go six months and then pick up where you left off. 
So mm-hmm. I think- and we we have gone long stretches yeah. Yeah. where, you know, maybe our only contact was truly through the Institute or through right. group calls or we've we've definitely gone long stretches. Yeah. Yeah. And then, it, it, well, that, that's a good segue then. So when you don't talk mm-hmm. um, and then you do come back together and it seems like there, there was no break. It's a, it's a quick checkup. It's like, okay, what's, what did yeah. I miss? Okay. It's like you, you run down the list. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about this and this and this. Yeah. Okay. Right. For you. Now we're good. And you yep. <laughs> so, and sometimes in our lives, I, I believe so I'm a big proponent of knowing, not only knowing who your people are, but knowing who your people are for a specific thing. So for example, um, I don't share my excitement about my podcast with every one of the four four main women that I have in my life that I, I consider my closest friends. Mm-hmm. I, like each one has a little bit of a different piece of me piece of my life. Um, And it's just because I've learned that you go to, once you know who you're doing the dance with, you know what dance works best together. And so I guess my question for you two is, how do you, or do you have specific things that are, Andrea, you're like, I got to tell Carrie that, or I got to let Carrie know about this or Carrie vice versa for you. Oh, Andrea is the person I've got to tell about this. Hmm. And and let's be honest, are there things that you don't go to each other with? She You go. <laughs> I, I, I think the dynamic, it's weird because it's like as things shift in your life, mm-hmm. because just the dynamic of what my life has been like the last few years personally mm-hmm. um has like I, I feel like there, and and I'm starting to feel bad as it comes to form in my mouth. But I I think there have been a lot of times where it's been me sharing and me sharing and me sharing, and okay, probably because that's the stage I was at, and okay. that's what I mm-hmm. needed at that time. Yes, but I'm I'm sure she knows that if she ever needed, you know, to, to flip it around, <laughs> that I would that I would be there. But mm-hmm. I, and she knows a lot more than a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes when something happens and I just need, you know, how sometimes you, you don't even need someone to figure it out for you. You don't need all, you just yeah. want that quick check-in like, mm-hmm. yes, you're okay. You're on the right track. Sometimes I do go to her for that just because she's, she has been there and she knows a lot more yeah. about the, mm-hmm. like some of the details of my life. And so I, I definitely will say, okay, I just need like just a quick affirmation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that kind okay, of thing. good. Yeah. yeah. That's a perfect example. Yeah. And I love that part. Like, like she's like, Carrie, like you said, like, I totally know that if I, you know, if I was going through something, you know, I needed to, then I know that, you know, Carrie would be one of the first people I would call. Mm-hmm. Um, it absolutely. The, what's been, you know, the nature of our relationship over the last couple of years has been, you know, her coming to me, which is, I love it because she can just tell me, you know, like she'll just, I'm like, fill me in, da, 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 da. Yeah. Okay, okay, say this or try this or, or whatever. And she'll be like, Oh God, that's perfect. You know? And so it's like, <laughs> and then she'll go do it and come back. It's like, that's exactly right. Or mm-hmm. she'll say, that's what my other friend said, or that's what two other people told me the same thing. And so she is sometimes just getting that confirmation. Yeah. Um, so, and I like, I, I enjoy that. Like, mm-hmm. but I also know, um, that I won't, we won't do a call or, or a personal phone call unless I know I've got time. Like sometimes it's a quick text. I need a quick answer. Right. That's great. But there's other times like, okay, let me get, let me get everybody settled down. Let me sit down and, you know, grab a glass of wine. Or yes. Okay, yes. You know? Right. And so, yeah. I, I mean, I enjoy that. I've never, ever felt like, oh, Carrie just talks about herself. I've never felt that at all, Carrie. So don't feel bad. Well, it, I think it highlights a parallel to what you mentioned earlier, Carrie, about, you know, the seasons and the reasons, even within a relationship, a, a long-term relationship, a long-term friendship, the needs mm-hmm. and the provisions, so the give and the take changes. Yeah. Um, 
as we individually go through the different things that we go through in life. And that's okay. Sometimes I think people don't realize that there's going to be in an intentional relationship, in an intentional friendship, there are going to be seasons that maybe you feel like, and I'm, I'm not saying this is, this is not what you guys described, but just a truth. There are going to be seasons where maybe you feel like you're giving a little bit more or you're being, uh, being less, presenting your needs less and concerning yourself with the other person's needs more. And that just happens as we go through life. That doesn't mean that this person has stopped caring about you, that this connection is, you know, lost or whatever. So I think, I think that you guys highlighted that for sure. But now I want to ask you a different question about when things aren't so good. And I have every like thing in my gut telling me you guys are going to go, it's always good. It's always <laughs> wonderful. There's nothing that ever, <laughs> that ever goes wrong. Um, and, and if that's true, then that's true. But for you guys, what's a time in your relationship? You guys have known each other for seven years now. I think you mm-hmm. said six or seven, seven. seven. Um, and so is there a time that was had a hint of conflict or a disagreement or, or something uncomfortable. And how did you guys navigate that? Well, I, I can be difficult when it comes to the business stuff. I'm like, no, I don't like this. No, I wanted to do that. <laughs> like, I'm full, I, yeah. She just called me a brat. I don't know if everyone caught that, but she just called me a brat. No, <laughs> um, no but I fully admit it. That's why like I said yeah. it so quickly. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I don't like this thing or I, you know, the yeah. way this works or, um, yeah. and so I do have to be, I do have to be careful though, that I don't present it in such a way that's overstepping my bounds because we are friends. Like I still have to respect that she put a lot of work into this, you know, Mm -hmm. so I can't overstep those bounds, but there are some times when I, I like almost slip too far into friend mode when it comes to that. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't like it. And I'm like, well, you have to do it. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you said the key word and I think it's funny that she said it. She said intentional. Did you catch that Andrea? Yeah. Because that's a big word that we use in our work and in productive environment Institute. And I think, I think that's the key. You have to be. I mean, even this, the people that I'm staying with here, I mean, they open their home and this wasn't the first time they've opened their home to me. But, and I have been very intentional, like reminding myself, like, okay, you're just going to listen. Like, don't talk about yourself right mm, now. Like, mm-hmm. like let, let her vent, let, let her, her you know. And, yes. You know, and I, I've been very intentional about that. Yeah. That's good. And I was going to say that back to the uh, the other question too. And Carrie, you just alluded to it too. I've never felt with Carrie, you guys all know you, we all have those friends or have had those friends through the years that every time they would call, you're like, oh, you know, you know, it's going to be an hour or three and they're just going to say what the now? same. Yeah. yeah. Like exactly. It's like, con- it's constant. It's, and yeah. it's complaining and then you give advice and then they don't do it. And and so, but right. I've never, when Carrie calls or texts, I listen because I know it's important. Like it's not, mm. she doesn't drone on about things and mm-hmm. you know, and hopefully I don't, but I mean, <laughs> if anybody's listening to this, that knows me now, it's never you. It's always somebody from way, 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 way back. Um, but no, seriously, you guys know every, everybody has that person that you're like, Oh my God. But no, with us, it's just, it's, if I know, if Carrie's calling or texting, it's important. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that. And so, I guess that raises a really yeah. good a good point um Andrea about being heard. Mm-hmm. Um you know one of our biggest responsibilities after the foundation of being intentional is to provide somebody else with a platform our our friend or whoever mm-hmm. with a platform to be heard. And yeah. so and sometimes that's just we just want somebody to hear us and not even necessarily agree with us but hear us really hear us. And I think that listening that you were talking about takes intentionality. Mm -hmm. So in what ways have you guys felt heard with each other? Hmm. That's a good question. That is a good question. I I mean, I, I know mine and it's taken me a while to be able to speak about it on a public platform, but the struggles I went through deciding whether or not I should leave my marriage. Mm. She 
I was fully heard, which is why I said earlier, she knows a lot more details than, than many other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm, That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's, um, I don't know that I've come to Carrie. I don't know that I've come to you with anything that I felt like I needed to be heard about. You've come to me with like decision-making. Yeah. Okay. What do you think of this? Like, what do you think about this? This is something I'm thinking of doing. What do you think? How do you think it would be received? That kind of thing. So that is, Mm -hmm. and that, that is very helpful because there's not many people you can do that with Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in business. So, so yeah. um, I guess I'm saving up the big stuff for later. (laughs) And our, <laughs> we'll get you settled. And be like, All right. <laughs> One thing at a time. Exactly. But that, I think that's also um, my personality. I'm pretty, I'm, you know, I'm pretty guarded in a lot of ways. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't share a lot with a lot of people. So, yeah. you know, I mean, so, I do know yeah. a lot of details of your yeah. life and things like that, but it wasn't as if you needed to be heard. Right. Um, yeah, it's more it's more of well, I can relate to what you're going through because yeah. or you know, because I went through a divorce as well. And you know, this is these are some things that happened or this is yeah, so that's so that's true, but it wasn't a matter where I felt like I needed to be heard. Mm-hmm. My day's coming though as far as being needing to be heard. So I and I know that Carrie will be there for me. You know, good or bad, being heard yeah. is necessarily a negative. That's correct. 100% like, correct. I'm celebrating something and I want to share this with you and I know you'll get excited with me. That yes. I, that's the same thing, right? Still being heard and, and somebody getting excited. Cause I have, you know, people in my life that I would share something exciting with and they would be like, so what does that mean? Like, right. you know, that, right. right. And that goes back to my point of certain yeah. people are your people for that certain that's right. thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Not everybody's going to be as excited about your stuff as you are, except maybe this one person right. that always gets this excited for you with this stuff. And that's the one you want to call. Exactly. And, yeah. Right. And so, sadly, sometimes it's harder to find those people for the good things. Yes, yeah. it is. It is. That's, that's a good point. That's true. What is, so speaking of that, what have you guys celebrated together? Hmm. And how do you celebrate together? Gosh, well, without going into detail, we celebrate, I mean, I feel like Carrie, that we celebrated a, um, a defining moment in your life. The defining, and we celebrated it in a very. We're not going to go into detail of what that was, but it was. Um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? It was. We acted out something like a ceremony. Yeah. It okay. Ceremonial defining. It, it was. Yeah. We knew it was a defining moment, and uh-huh. and it was very impactful. And we gave it the power. I don't know the words. So you like that. immortalized it. Yeah, the celebration or the yeah, yeah. it was a celebration. Yeah, the attention that it needed. Yeah. I think. I've celebrated with you like over the years as our program has grown and mm. like when the, you got the first international person and yeah. so just those little milestones along the way. I'm always yeah, definitely a cheerleader for those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it. Okay. So this, this season we're talking about how being in a partnership, friendship, a relationship like yours helps you grow as a person because that's what it means to thrive is to grow. Mm-hmm. And that's not always fun. I like the growing pains of a teenager, right? Mm-hmm. So tell me if you guys look at your relationship over the last seven years, what's one or two or three, you might have five things. I don't, I don't care. Share however many you want, but how does the other one help you grow as a person? Hmm. I've definitely become more confident. Hmm. I've become um, like both through the training I've received through the program, but then also just in our friendship and her, like I can see and feel her belief in me. Hmm. So I've definitely become more confident. I think I don't want to put words in your mouth, Andrea, but I think her position is unique in that she leads and trains a group of productivity specialists. So mm-hmm. by the nature of what she does, we we automatically push her to keep raising her game because she's mm-hmm. le- literally in charge of productivity specialists. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. 
read that as perfectionists. We're all <laughs> right. a yes. whole group of perfectionists. Imagine. So she can't sit on her laurels very long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and I, I can share what some growth that I've seen in you too, Carrie, um, that came not necessarily dir- directly from me, but from others in the program as well as in the, with your speaking. Oh, you know, yes. Right. In the beginning, she's like, I don't want to speak in front of people. And then, Andrea said, right. right? You remember we, that. We did a webinar and I had slides. I wasn't even on screen. I had slides. So interpret that as I could have an entire script in front of me. Oh, and yeah. I was shaking. Oh. My voice was cracking. I was so terrified. But then when I was done, I said, oh, I remember why this was fun. I had, mm. you know, used to speak in the past. And now I've been on stage in front of, I guess, the largest audience, I think, was 3,000 people. But, I mean, 860,000 people have watched my TED Talk. So right. I, <laughs> I, and I, I live to get, I mean, getting on stage now is the biggest high. I That is out. incredible. I, what is your TED Talk? Tell us. <laughs> oh, it's called From Clutter to Clarity. Okay. And it's about how clutter is not just our physical stuff, how we have mental yes. clutter and emotional mm-hmm. clutter and that to get rid of it, you have to take steps, just like mm-hmm. you take a bag of donations, you have to actually do something mm-hmm. to get rid of your mental and emotional clutter. So that's what it's about. That's it's good. Stuff. It's powerful. We're going to include the link to that in the show notes. Oh, so yeah, of course. Um, and so th- that's another great segue. You guys are like, it's like you're <laughs> in my head. So the Productive Environment Institute, what is it? What do you guys do? Why do you do what you do? Why do you love it? And what do you help people with? Mm, okay. Well, I'll do my part and then Harry could do her part. So Barbara Hemphill actually founded Productive Environment Institute. Um, it wasn't called that, but she founded this business. Uh, in, on June 5th, 1978, so a very long time ago, uh, she became really a world-renowned organizing expert, organizing, okay. organizing expert before it was even an industry. I mean, she is mm. one of the leading, one of the founders of the entire industry. And um, she doesn't just, it's not, it's not just um, organizing stuff. It's literally creating systems so that people mm-hmm. can find their stuff, whether it be yes. files, uh, you know, we do a lot with businesses, business paperwork and filing mm-hmm. systems and, and workflow and things like that. But literally it's a finding system is, a, is our kind of our secret sauce. It's not just about a finding our, system. I yeah, like that. We use a, we, we call it a finding system versus a filing system. A lot of people are afraid to That's file so things because they won't be able to find them in the future. Well, our system is, it's, it's unique. It's proprietary. Nobody else does what we do. And Barbara began speaking and in doing that for all those years ago. And then she realized that she was speaking to these audiences, but then they were going home or going back to work and they didn't know what to do or how to implement what she was teaching them. Mm-hmm. So she launched a, a consultant training program back in the nineties and then I actually, in you know, late 2000s became one of her, or 2005, became one of her consultants, went through her training program, became one of her organizing consultants. Okay. And then we, so then I started working with Barbara and we created a virtual training program. And um, I, we were virtual before everybody was virtual with the whole pandemic and everything. We've been virtual mm-hmm. for many, many years. And not only training the consultants virtually, like we have a training mm-hmm. program that we can train them around the world anywhere. Um, but then we also teach them how to organize their clients virtually. Mm-hmm. So we were, you know, we've been doing that for many years as well. And so Carrie also has, you know, she, when she was in her traditional residential organizing business, you could only, you could go to their home and, and help them in their home. And then she started doing business and then started working virtually. And so you've got clients in other countries as well, Carrie, don't you? I do. And I luckily was working virtually before yeah, had yeah. To. So I felt very confident, but yes, I have client in Japan, um, Paris, Ireland, yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I, I was glad I had that under my belt before. Yeah. It itself, yeah. The what and the way the what we teach and the systems that we teach lend themselves very nicely to work virtually. And the first virtual client I ever worked with was before Zoom. Before I think mm-hmm. we had Skype, but I didn't even use Skype. I used the phone. And yeah. so it's it's just it's amazing what when you have a system that mm-hmm. works that you can teach it and um, transfer 
that that knowledge and that and that value to them virtually. So, uh, so yeah. And so Carrie is one of our cert, like I said, one of our certified okay. productive environment specialists. And just the industry is growing with people working at home now, and we mm-hmm. there's a lot of office changes. People not maybe not going back to the office. So there's a lot going on, and so we're growing. We grew during this, you know, the the pandemic situation because people mm-hmm. are like, okay. I'm working at home now, maybe with their spouse, plus their kids are homeschooling. And so a lot of people are like, I need help. I need to. Yes. And every, everybody in our program has their own little specialty. You know, yeah. we have someone who's really good at digital and someone who deals mostly with moms and okay. someone who does a lot with photo organizing. And mm-hmm. like, I could go on and on and on. I have real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I deal a lot with people with ADD. And then okay. also I tend to draw in the people that want to talk about the mental and emotional and the whole mindset piece. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is those huge. those, yeah. those are the people that, that find me. So yeah. it's, okay. it's really interesting that everybody has their own little spin because we do all work very collaboratively together yeah. and we can ask each other questions yes. as far yeah. as, well, this is so not you have my specialty. Way but. more than the person that you're working directly with, you've got this team of people behind you, you truly do. with ideas and stuff. Do. So what does it look like? What does the work look like? So somebody that's watching or listening is going, Hmm, okay. I, you know, I could definitely use some help in this department, but they, you know, is this a good fit for them? How would they know? So if they're like? sitting there watching or listening to this now and they take a minute and just look, step back and look, just look at, look at your desk. Those of you listening, <laughs> look at your desk. I'm, look I'm at, looking. Look around you. And if there are piles of paper, no guilt, no judgment, this happens to everybody. But if there's piles of paper around you, you're, if you have an inbox and your inbox is completely full, you've got paper around you, paper behind you, and potentially your email is probably full as well. You have way too many emails in your inbox and you feel uncomfortable with that. And, and you're just feeling like, to put it mildly. <laughs> my moment with this, I was working, I had a boss that I was working for and she was you know, I would always, my job was to organize her and I wasn't even a professional organizer. And so my moment when I found Barbara Hemphill was when I was at my boss's office and it was disaster again. And I said, I was like, God, there's got to be a better way. Cause I had, I had filed everything I could alphabetically in the traditional system. And this woman, I couldn't keep her organized. I was like, there has got to be a better way. And I typed in Google and on her computer um, filing system and I, Barbara Hemphill pops up and it's like, not a filing system, but a finding system. A finding, yeah. Yeah. So that was, I was frustrated. So if any of you are sitting there and you're seeing your clutter and it's, and, it, and it's bothering you, some yes. people may be seeing the clutter and it doesn't bother them. Then that's okay. You do not have to have a clean desk. Right. But if, if it bothers you and you think you've tried everything, maybe you even had a, have hired professional organizers in the past. Yeah. Um, and it didn't work. And you blamed yourself because you must be so bad or so disorganized that that didn't even work. A lot of times it's the system. You know, we we don't mm-hmm. come in and just you go off and take a vacation and we organize it for you when you come back. No, you're right. there with you. we're there with you. And even virtually we're like this. And, you know, we're with you and you're in your space and we're teaching the system. Yes. Right. It's literally like if you were to compare this to the weight loss industry, this is not a diet. This is a lifestyle. That's yes. right. It's a lifestyle. We, we do use that comparison a yeah. lot yeah. between yeah. Okay. the two industries. Yes. So what I love, um, you know, from my line of work is being all about the internal piece, but mm-hmm. because the internal spills out into the external, right? So um, what I love is your, uh, the terminology, and, and I'm assuming there's much more of this, but the juxtaposition of, of uh, finding versus filing mm-hmm. is it, it, immediately if you say, oh, you know, I got to go do some filing. It's like an arduous task that yeah. nobody wants to do, right? But if yeah. you get like, I'm going to go do some finding, like <laughs> get on it, you know yeah. what it, like, it just, it's a total mind shift, which yeah. is fantastic. You get um, so I, I love that piece of it. Yeah. And so really, well, Productive Environment Institute is twofold. So we, those are the people that, that we, I call them the organizers, which Carrie okay. is one the organizers and the organizees. Okay. So we have programs for the organizees, our 
our organizers or certified production environment specialists work with them to help them set up systems. We have an online program that's amazing as well. So it's kind of a hybrid between the online course plus a coach. Okay. That coach piece is so important. Okay. Yeah. On your own, but if you, if you know accountability, you need accountability and and all that, the coach guides you through that. And then we also have the program for people who want to become the consultant who organizer. And that's become that's good to know yeah. because especially I, there's a lot of people who are gifted in that area. I think it's a beautiful opportunity for yeah. people who have that natural inclination to conduct, to organize, you yeah. know, to make things and not just, I'm not talking about, you know, the nice fancy little bins with the snacks in the fridge, mm-hmm. which I will never have because <laughs> I just, that's not my system. Um, but, but that's also why there's probably something growing in the back of my fridge right now. So, you know, uh, full transparency. Um, but somebody at home who's maybe even um, thinking, gosh, I just can't get out there and work still. Stuff is weird. I don't really know what to do. This is a really mm-hmm. um, perfect outlet for somebody who has that natural gifting yes, to serve others with and get paid to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have people that have come from um, the corporate world. Maybe they were executive assistants or, or, you know, they were the ones, which was my case. I was the one always organizing everybody else at work. Like I okay. was my weekend going in and organizing the offices at work and I wasn't an organizer. It was just, yeah. I had that knack and I liked it. And so if, if anybody is, had, was that person or you go to your families for, for the holidays and you end up, you know, organizing their mail and going through, you know, setting up mm-hmm. their, I, I did that for my sister so many times. Uh, so those are the kind of people that are, that are attracted. Like if you've done any kind of project management or, um, just organizing people, events, things, mm-hmm. and you find that that's just in your DNA. You know, that's who, that's who we usually attract. And that's on, um, you can find both of those pieces on our, on productiveenvironment.com. There's, if okay. you'll see learn, and that's for you, if you're the one who wants to be organized, click okay. that. And the other is teach. And that's for you. If you want to become a consultant and learn how to teach the organizing systems. Love it. So, and so productiveenvironment.com. Yeah. Okay. Productiveenvironment.com. Carrie. And no, and just what you said about the refrigerator and the snack bins. And there are so many people that don't realize that there are other facets to the organizing world. It's not just, you know, right. pantries and closets and right. things like that. And so, you know, there actually are programs like this that will certify you in systems and helping yes. businesses. And there are a lot of people that don't realize that's even out there. But it's, it's a thing. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It's bigger than the pretty little baskets from Target. Yeah. And right. right. It's, this, it's bigger than the people. We like the pretty little baskets. We, <laughs> we like them. Well, we it was that. interesting. Um, but it I read on that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I read a, um, a book, uh, the 15 invaluable laws of growth by John C. Maxwell Ooh. and great read. Um, just kind of like life hacks all over the place. The man is replete with wisdom. Just it's incredible. But one of the things he said, he talked about his finding system mm-hmm. and he, t- you know, cause he writes books. And so he basically says every time he runs across something that's interesting mm-hmm. that he wants to remember, he takes that, he, prints it out. So if it's on his phone, if it's on his computer, he prints it out and his people, I mean, mm-hmm. let's, his people yeah. do this, right? His people go and put that under a topic. Yeah. So if it's like productivity, for example, and it's a quote and he'll put it in the productivity folder so that when he goes to write a chapter on productivity, everything is right there. And he's not scrambling yeah. as I do um, to find stuff on my phone and in my computer and in my notes and in the journals over here. So I'm, I might need to employ your service. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm so, sitting here thinking that's such an easy fix. I know. Me too. Like, you're halfway there. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Good. That's good to know. So um, give us a life hack. Give us, give us something that we can start to do right now. That's going to change our lives with regard to productivity and you can give us two. Okay. Uh, um, I was just going to say one of Barbara's famous quotes, which is so important and so powerful is clutter is postponed decisions. Mm. Clutter is postponed decisions. So any, I was just putting my place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. 
And, and that's why having the coach is so valuable because all it takes, I don't want to minimize it, say all it takes, but all it takes is having someone giving you the time and the space and asking you a few questions for you to make the decision. So things that you've been holding on to for years and years and years, just thinking, oh, you know, if somebody says a spouse or somebody says you need to get rid of that. It's like, no, 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 no. There's resistance. You're just not ready to make that decision. And so when you've got somebody, you've got a coach guiding you and saying, okay, there's a series of questions that we would ask you. We call it the art of wastebasketry. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Um, And so, and Barbara came up with all of these. So there's a series of questions that we would ask you. And then if you get to the end of those questions, I mean, do you, I guess we could give you the questions. Um, Carrie, if I forget any, let me know. So, um, oh gosh, I just, I'm drawing a blank. But, I'm not going to do them in order, but I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is it recent enough to be useful? Yeah, useful. Okay. Um, I, my mind automatically wants to skip to the last one. I know. Um, is there, is there a, yeah. Can you get it again if you needed it? That's a big one because a lot of things that we hold on to, we can find it easily online or it's somewhere in the cloud for work or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, can you identify a specific use for it? We hold on to things and we don't even really know what it's for. Yeah. Does it have tax or legal implications? Because if it does, me as a professional, I'm not messing with that. I would never tell someone to get rid of something that has right. tax or legal implications. And then I'm forgetting number five. Well, the, but I can't think of, I think we've covered them all, but the last yeah. one is really, you could skip the all the other ones and jump to the last one if you want, which is, and, and remember, you're, this is the art of wastebasketry. You're asking yourself these questions to determine whether yes. you should keep it or toss it. Mm-hmm. And it's totally up to you. The last question is, what's the worst thing? If I toss this, if I threw this away, got rid of it, what's the worst thing that could happen if I did that? And then somebody mm-hmm. came back later and asked for it or, or whatever. What's the worst thing that would happen? And if you can live with that answer, yes, then you can toss it. Yes. I call that answering your what ifs. Mm-hmm. There you go. It doesn't bother you anymore. What if? So I'll show, I'll share a little revelation about me. Um, And I, I, you know, I'm pretty organized. I don't have trouble finding anything. Okay. Um, But I could use a little bit more peace in the clutter. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just, I need to work on me. It's not my desk. I need to work on, I need to work on me. I'm fully aware of that, Mm -hmm. but it used to be much worse. And so I'll share this story with you. So I, I was, practicing as a clinical psychologist. And I was in my office and I had this huge desk. It was just massive desk, right? Covered with stuff. And, um, but everything had its place, but I had one pile, like I was allowed to have one pile on my desk. And I, I decided one day I was going to go through that pile. And so I did. And I went through it. And when I got like three quarters of the way to the bottom, <laughs> there was a three ring binder that said urgent on the front. But I, I kid you not. It was not urgent. It was not. So, that, so that's my little personal experience that how we define things. Is it really urgent? Right. Because right. it wasn't and the world didn't stop. So what's the worst right. that could happen yeah. if you get rid of the urgent book? Nothing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think I just want to make sure I want to say this. Barbara always says this too, is that it's not a moral issue. Yeah. Um, it's really not. If you have clutter. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It mm-hmm. doesn't make you a bad person. That's and it's so good. You ha- And you have to yeah. do what works for you. I give this yes. example all the time when I speak and in my group, my group that I run on Facebook, they know this about me because I joke all the time. I um, like, I'm not going to be that person that folds all my clothes perfectly or like rolls right. up my right. underwear. I have a basket <laughs> for my workout tank tops and they get thrown in the basket. Right. I have a basket for my workout shorts. They get th- yes. literally thrown. They're not folded, yes. nothing. Right. And that's okay because yes. that, that works for me yes. and I know where they are and that yes. is, you know, that that's fine. Yeah. So, And if people- it increases the, the likelihood that you're going to use them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. It's not people- what you do. It's what will you do? Exactly. That's right. People always say, oh, I don't want you to see my house. And no, it, it, we're not, we're not perfect. But yeah. my other hack, I just want to say really quickly yeah. is, so if you are faced with, let's say, you know, a lot of email to go through a pile of physical mail, just like stuff in your house, whatever it is, it's best to start with the most recent. Mm-hmm. So start with mm-hmm. like the most recent stuff and then like don't go back to 1999. Right. No. Right. right. No. Start. And 
And the quote we say with that to kind of remind you of that is today's mail is tomorrow's pile. So good. So me- meaning fix the current recent yes. stuff. Yes. in place for the current stuff. Because if you don't and you just set it over here, then it's going to be the pile for tomorrow. So don't worry about the stuff in the past. Set your system up first and then you can go back and pull that stuff in. So so good. And so every one of these principles can be applied to what we're talking about, which is thriving in friendship. So as yeah. we close out, if there's anything else that you wanted to share about what you do and how people can reach you, do that. But then number two, I'd like each of you to close out with one truth that you want the people listening when this episode ends that you want them to never forget about thriving, growing in a relationship. Okay. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> so, well, to find me, every, everything to find me is on my website, which is www.ctc, which stands for Conquer the Chaos, ctcorganizing.com. And the, I mean, everything's on there, the link to my TED Talk, a, a link to take a quiz to see how productive you currently are. Everything's on there. There's a download about getting unstuck if you feel stuck, but the absolute best way to connect with me is in my Facebook community because I go live there and I share the most in there. um, And that's called less clutter, more peace. Got it. Which is what you just said a little while ago. And I would think um, my number one tip for thriving in relationships, I'm going to pull from my work and, and, and sort of merge the two because mm-hmm. in my work, my background being in education, I'm always telling people we all have our strengths, we all have our superpowers, and we all excel at some things. And maybe you're frustrated, or maybe you're feeling like you've failed in organization or in relationships or whatever it is, because you're trying to use someone else's system, mm. you're trying to do it someone else's way. Mm -hmm. and you have to work with your strengths. Mm -hmm. And so it sort of goes back to like the love languages. If you're talking Mm -hmm. about in relationships, you have to know what your strengths are and, and go with those. We all have Mm -hmm. them. We all, Mm -hmm. and I work, like I said, a lot of people with ADD and I help them see like, that's your superpower. How can you use it as your superpower? Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with relationships. You have to know what you're good at and, and go from there. Do what, do what you're good at. Stick with that. Do Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yep. Don't try Love to fit it. into someone else's mold. Yes. You know, you pick up, oh, this is a bestseller. I'm going to do these seven things mm-hmm. to save my friendship or my marriage or whatever. And and if right. those seven things don't flow naturally for you, you're not going to stick it with down. them. No. Put it, the art of waste basketry. Yes. yes. <laughs> Practice the art of waste basketry. Yes. Yeah. How about you, Andrea? Yeah. Um, Another place to find us that you can connect with all of us, including Carrie and other certified productive environment specialists and Barbara Hemphill, is we have a, something called the Productive Environment Network. So ProductiveEnvironmentNetwork.com. You can join there. It's a, it's a community. And we have all kinds of organizing consultants there as well as people who want to be organized. So both, both, uh, both of you that are listening, all of you can, can come join us over there. And there's articles and audios and videos. And it's really great. Um, the I think the truth or the thing to share um, is actually applies. It's something we talk about with um, the cost factor when it comes to keeping things. And I think it really relates to friendships and relationships, too. Um, we always say that you can keep anything. You can keep anything that you want as long as you're willing to pay the price. And the mm. price is in time, space, money, and energy. So if you think of yes. that as things, you can keep, we're, as consultants, we will never tell you you should throw something away or get rid of mm-hmm. something. That's not our, that's not our role. You keep everything if you're willing to pay the price. And I think that goes with relationships too. Yes. So, you know, you have those relationships that are toxic, that are draining. And if you're mm-hmm. giving more time and attention to them because they're the ones reaching out to you and then you're neglecting. Yes. The others, then maybe it's time to do some decluttering with relationships as well. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but letting go of some so that you can really nurture and be intentional about the ones that are both, you know, both ways. Oh my goodness, you guys, I learned so much in this episode, not just about the practicalities and the dedicated intentionalities of a thriving friendship, but about 
and environment and how important it is to keep our relationship environment and our work environment productive and organized and to clear out the clutter so you can conquer the chaos. I would love for you to please do me the honor of supporting these two amazing women, Carrie Thomas and Andrea Anderson. All the links to follow them on social media and to check them out on the web are in the show notes. A couple I want to plug here are ProductiveEnvironmentNetwork.com. Go check that out so you can see what this productive environment thing is all about. And check out Carrie's Facebook group, Less Clutter, More Peace. My thanks again to Carrie and Andrea for making time in separate locations, coordinating their schedules to show you that it's possible even from a business seed to form a phenomenal, thriving friendship. Friends, if you've enjoyed today's episode, would you please share it with a friend? And if you're an Apple Podcast user, don't forget to rate the show five stars to get us in front of more people who need to declutter some of their relationship space, right? And get more productive so they can have more peace. Until Friday with our next monologue episode, please remember to speak truth over the lies.